and thank you for tuning in to episode four of Highly Invested, where we invest in ourselves, talk about personal finance, investing in business, while asking entrepreneurs about the investments in money, time, and energy they've made that have gotten to them, that have gotten them to where they are today. So I'm super excited to have my first guest on the show. Uh, I've been following his account and growing alongside him probably since the beginning of 2019. And this is actually the first time him and I have gotten on a call together. So it's super cool to finally meet Josh. He runs the Instagram account called Your Wealth Every Day, where he provides awesome personal finance knowledge um, and especially some real good tips on real estate investing for people that are interested in, in going down that route. So Josh, it's great to have you on the show today. Yeah, man. Good to be here, bud. Absolutely. So um, first question I, I did want to ask uh or one of them I've got. So, so uh, when did you get the idea for your wealth every day, and when did you uh, start growing the account? Uh, well, I think I started the account in around March, April of this year, twenty nineteen. Okay. Um, really, kind of put it off for a long time. Wanted to do it just because I noticed the personal finance niche floating around, and I, and I followed several accounts and uh, always enjoyed reading them. Yeah. And. Finally, just took the plunge and started my own, and figured we'll just see what happens with this thing. And worst case, nobody knows who I am because I didn't have a photo on my uh, on my profile. <laughs> That's just, right. You know, see what happens. So. <laughs> yeah, I think we all started anonymously. And did you expect it to take up as much time as it as it did, or how did you go about getting into a routine for for running the account? Well, you know, I thought if I could hit 500 followers, that would be really cool. Um, I, don't, yeah. I don't know why that number was in my head, but, you know, it was just that first milestone. No, it, it takes up a lot more time than I expected, to be honest with you. Um, you kind of get it, get into a better routine uh, as you go along with it, with posting content and uh, engaging with everyone. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, it, it is definitely time-consuming. Great. And do you remember the first time that you noticed at uh, Make More Capital? Oh, I think you were around 300 followers. It was in the summer, I believe, when I noticed, noticed your account. Awesome. Yeah, I think that it, it kind of comes in waves, right, when, you, when you're growing it. And it, it seems like some weeks you're, you're getting a lot more followers or you're just getting a lot more traction and impressions. And then other weeks it seems like it, like it's not so... Um, it's good now. Is there any is there any point where you wanted to give up, but there was kind of one last push to <laughs> kept you going? <laughs> That's like it was still like once a week, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you know, sometimes you just take the a struggle. day off from it and then yeah. uh, just kind of regain your focus and then come back for a couple of weeks and then take you a day or two and re repeat. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it can definitely feel like you're you're going nowhere quickly or it's. It, it just yeah. gets exhausting, but it's good you stuck with it because now you're at over 5,000 followers. I forgot to mention that. So pretty uh, awesome milestone for Josh to, to hit there. So what made you decide to pursue a career as a pharmacist, Josh? Uh, well, I guess my natural inclination was in math and science, and I just mm. uh, I was actually going to be an engineer. Uh, there's a engineering school here in Alabama that's uh, 30 minutes from where I grew up, and that was my plan all along, and I don't know. I just changed uh, about a year into it, and uh, okay, got an interest in pharmacy, and looked at uh, cost of degree and and salary for return, and 
that's the route I went. So interesting. So that that was a big basis for your decision, kind of looking at what was, uh, you know, not as an expensive investment to start off, and what was more reasonable to to be able to pay off the debt and and then grow wealth from there. Yeah, sure. It, it was a, it's a ah. it's a numbers game, absolutely. Yeah. And so, did you did you have a lot of of school debt, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah. No. No. So you know. I probably wouldn't have shared this information, but the more that I've gotten into the Instagram community, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's valuable information for other people. So I've, I've become a little more open with, with that. And yeah, so when I graduated uh, 2010 from pharmacy school, I had right at $120,000 of debt. Wow, man. Big number, but hey. At least you were aware of what that was going to like take to to pay that off as well before going in, because I think a lot of people aren't uh, aren't that aware. But at the same time, I think it is fantastic that you're willing to to share this information and be open. Just because, yeah, a lot of people would also feel embarrassed or feel like it's something that they can't share, and it really can control their lives if they don't have the right information on how to go about bringing that number down. So thanks yeah, for that. Yeah, and- and I, I wish that going into pharmacy school or college in general, I wish I would have had somebody say, hey, you know, I had this amount of debt. This is how you need to, to pay it back and knock it out. Just expect this when you graduate, you know, because it, it is overwhelming on graduation day when that, uh, right. when that number hits you. So Just at least like, hey, something's coming. And, you know, yeah. there are people around that you can ask for help and it might be, something you don't want to do and it might be scary but it certainly people will be understanding and some people will have had experience and they can pass that knowledge on to you right so yeah 100 well it's good and and have you paid that debt off completely or are you almost uh nearly there yeah no no we uh my my wife and i uh we hammered it down in in uh about two and a half years ish living huh. Amazing. You know, cutting the coupons and, uh, yeah. you know, whatever it took, we, we were doing it. So Make that a goal and it makes it that much more realistic that you'll actually achieve it. And hey, there you did. I bet you actually made a lot of fun out of it as well by, you know, once you got going. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, every time you, um, every time you, you marked one of those loans off of your list, I mean, it, it's a good day. It's a mm-hmm. good day. That's huge, and especially for you and your wife to be able to handle that as a team, that's that's definitely a strong sign. So that's great. Yeah. And so just to finish this off before we dive into the, the, the big investments, um, what is one of the most positive takeaways and then one of the more negative takeaways um, about running an Instagram account on the side for the last six months? Positives. Uh, really got to get to know a few really cool people that, you know, just work into uh, improve their uh, financial position in life, which is which has been fun because a lot of times when you uh, when you're just going to work and interacting with people on a daily basis, no one really brings up their finances and and stuff like that. So it's uh, I've enjoyed you know interacting with people on that level. Good, good. Uh, the uh, the negatives, I, I still probably would say uh, more uh, more of the time burden mm-hmm. on on some of the the growth aspects that right. are are required. It's true. It's a rabbit hole too. You can find yourself just digging yourself deeper and deeper, trying different techniques, and it uh, it can it can really drive you crazy. But no, that it, that's a great point. Uh, I I definitely agree. The people we've been able to kind of connect with over time, uh, using Instagram and these communities we've kind of become a part of in these groups, 
Um, it's yeah. it's been it's been very fun and uh, an interesting journey for sure. With my podcast, what I'm mainly trying to get out of uh, entrepreneurs or people that are you know trying to to spread awareness and provide value to others on the side is to ask your like three of the biggest investments you've made in your life. One with money, one with time, and one with your energy. Now this can vary um, in from anything, but just want to ask if you can try to narrow it down to one big thing that has kind of been a, a pivotal stepping stone to where you are now. Okay. So uh, the first one would be with money. Yeah. What would be like one of the biggest investments with money that you've made? Could be your school, could be something else, just something. It could also be something that you didn't expect and you thought you might have been wasting money at the beginning and it turned out to be a great lesson. Just anything like that. If you Yeah. So the uh, biggest financial investments uh, aside from tuition mm-hmm. uh, from pharmacy school, probably the single biggest investment was uh, uh, purchased two duplexes uh, that were were on one property. So oh, you got two, value, right on. The, the duplexes were the, the yeah, yeah, so, yeah, right there together. It's kind of nice. So well, that that's great then. So at least you're 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 walking the walk and and uh, with with the real estate. And when did you purchase the that? The two duplexes. Uh, do, two duplexes were in 2017. 2017. So. Awesome, and uh, and how has that journey been as a, as a homeowner, as you could even say as a as a business owner? Number one tip as far as real estate goes: hire a property manager. <laughs> so, um, you know, man, just the day to day things that that property requires. Mm-hmm. Um, it adds up when you're you know when you work full time, you've got a family and, and all that and. You know, nothing breaks on a rental property uh, until it's the day that you work a late shift and you come <laughs> home and your kid's sick. And so just hire a property manager. This is my nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. That's uh, cool. And yeah, well, I remember, did you have a, a like a, a surprise a leak at your house recently or something that I remember seeing oh, that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Primary resident homeowner uh, dishwasher flooded the kitchen. So, you know, yeah. it's always something with a house. There is, eh? At least it's you're starting early, and that's one of those big milestone investments that is uh, is is heavily talked about. Now, what's your take on uh, investing in real estate versus investing in the stock market? I I think both are great long term strategies. Mm-hmm. Uh, either either pick one and and stick with it, or split your money in both. I don't think you can go wrong. Yeah, good 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 answer. I definitely agree with that. Now, do you have any plans to, to buy some more? What do you plan to do with the, the two duplexes for now? Are you living in one and renting out the other? No, it's, it's, uh, it is just a rental uh, income property. Oh, okay. And uh, I'm just going to hold them as long as I can. Good, yeah. Build that foundation there. That's great. All right, yep. and then what would you say has been one of the biggest investments in, in time that has, has gotten you to where you are today? Investments, as far as time goes, I would just say self-education, probably. That's a good um, one. You know, using your time wisely, learning as much as you can. Uh, and, I, and I did spend a lot of time uh, outside of pharmacy school, you know, learning as much as I could about personal finance and things like that. So that's really where the majority of my time goes. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, hey, that the, the, edu- the self-education pays off, that's for sure. That's uh, yeah, that's huge. it's huge, man. It's the worst thing you can do is get out of college or high school or whatever and stop learning. Absolutely, I uh, 
I would definitely agree with you now in hindsight. It took me a while to realize that you know continuous learning is really uh, a very important part of growing up and I think I was trying to fight it for a little while a couple years back so it's very nice to have that clarity at least in the rearview mirror and, and enjoy yeah. learning because you know a lot of people don't and makes it that much harder now how long have, has that been like a hobby for you to to self-educate or to read and just uh you know learn new things that'll benefit you financially yeah um you know i've always kind of been a reader on the side but uh once i got my student loans knocked out i just really really fell into that personal finance topic and just stuck there for seven or eight years now so wow Amazing. Well, lots of lots of knowledge that's going to pay off for you. And uh, lastly, time uh, or lastly, investments in energy. What has been one of your biggest investments in energy? Whether it's um, you know a morning or a routine in your day, trying to set a goal physically and reaching it, or you know you're obviously working and you have a family. And so, how do you balance all that stuff together? Yeah. So uh, my two-year-old takes almost all of my energy. <laughs> yes. There's As he not should. much left after that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he has a whole lot more than I do. Um, but, uh, you know, as far as um, physical energy for myself, uh, I do get up and, and work out three or four days a week, um, good, you know, 4.35 o'clock in the morning, and uh, try to try to invest that in myself. And hopefully that allows me to be a better everything else. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so, so your diet, do you, do you eat fairly well, would you say? Is that, is that something that's important to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely important. I do get lazy with it sometimes, so I have to catch myself and get back on track. So. <laughs> yeah, who doesn't? Nice. Um, does Alabama have some good barbecue down there in the South? 100%, man. 100%. Uh, I, uh, I was actually, I, I visited a friend in Mississippi in uh, late 2017, and he, he lives in a small town called Loosedale. It was such a great experience to go see southern the southern United States. Uh, we went over to Mobile, Alabama, briefly for uh, for a quick yeah. tour to some this this chicken restaurant. I forget the name, uh, but it's like a well known chain in Alabama. I think Fusakley's. Does that ring a bell? Uh, anyways, I'll, I'll have to think. Uh, I'll try to send you it afterwards if I can't remember. But there was this one chicken place that we had to go to. It was to die for. Um, but, uh, my, my, my friend, his, his mom hosted this amazing barbecue dinner with, um, a lot of seafood and racks of ribs. It was Southern pudding. It was just fantastic. Homemade iced tea. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Gotta have the iced tea. Yeah. You definitely have to have that meat and that barbecue. That's important. Nice. And, and how old is your son now? He just turned two. They grow up fairly quickly, don't they? Yeah. I don't know where this last two years has gone, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I shouldn't be one to talk. I don't have my own my own children, but my my brothers both have uh, two kids of their own. So it's 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 incredible to think one was born, you know, ten years. Well, yeah, almost ten years ago. He's nine now, and yeah, where the time goes, it doesn't make sense. So you got to make the most of the time you've got, right? Absolutely. Awesome. Now, uh, do you have any sort of morning routine that you follow that helps you kind of get into the zone for the day? Yeah, yeah. Um, most days I'm up at four thirty, sometimes five. Four thirty, um, yo. So good for you. So I either I either work out and then uh, I try to try to do some reading after that, and then off to work, start the day. Uh, if it's a non-workout day, I still get up mm. at four thirty or five. 
usually do a Bible study and then read some read uh, read some books after that as well. So I try to get you know maybe an hour hour and a half in uh, before anybody else is up. Good man, and that's your Josh time. That's the time to yourself. Yeah, all is quiet from four thirty to six thirty. You can you can hope until six thirty. Yeah, just in case. Yeah. But... <laughs> Good, man. That's great initiative. That definitely pays off. I'm a firm believer in at least if you can spend and focus more time on what's most important, you can definitely accelerate the kind of the pace that you grow at. So, um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and hey, the early morning thing has not always been my routine. I started that probably two years ago. Really? Um, so you weren't hey, always an early changer. riser. It's been a game changer, man. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, on that note, I, I, I think I started doing that. It might've been in March this year. I started getting up at 6am every morning and and spending an hour to read by myself and it it's been a really really great habit especially just kind of clearing my mind in the morning and getting me in the mood to wake up and get my day started as opposed to just hitting snooze and not getting out of bed so um yeah shit yeah i guess we could recommend that to everybody who (laughs) doesn't feel like they're they're waking up until halfway through the day fully that's good um, what do you eat for breakfast? Do you, do you eat much or do you kind of wait until later on in the day and have bigger meals? No, I, I eat a lot. Because <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah. I, I do um, I do heavy heavyweight training and uh, man, I, I'm starving by the time I get done. So, you know, <laughs> I can um, imagine then, yeah. I, I'm usually like two or three eggs, two or three pieces of bacon, protein shake and a piece of fruit is about normal for me. Oh, amazing. Do you have grits too? I don't, you know, I've never been a big fan of grits. I know it's, it's a thing here, but uh, it's just never been my thing. Fair enough, fair enough. Do you all bacon and eggs? Can't go wrong with that, that's for sure. No, you can't. Amazing. And uh, so when you mention you, you're quite the reader, do you, uh, do you have a set goal every year that you're going to read a certain amount of books, or do you just typically try to have one on the go? You know, I, I usually keep a book sitting somewhere in the house where I see it at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're stored everywhere. My my minimum goal is one per month. My ideal goal would be two per month. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I have time tied up in Instagram, it's it's once a month. One one book a month is is about my average. One a month, okay. Still, I mean, hey, depends on the size. Books is or book sizes can vary, so um, it's better yeah. to read them thoroughly and to to actually understand the point than as opposed to speed reading them as well. So, and do you prefer fiction or nonfiction? Uh, nonfiction. Nonfiction. Right. That's where all those self self education and self development books come in handy. Yeah, yeah. I'm a sucker for those too. Awesome. Now I just want to briefly step back to the Instagram account. Is how much time do you find you spend on it uh, every day? Would you say? I mean, in bits and pieces, probably adding up to an hour, hour twenty a day, probably. Yeah, especially with the engagement groups where. Um, and for any of you out there listening that don't know what an engagement group is, um, Josh and I are in some of these groups that uh, you can say it helps accelerate the, the growth of the accounts by, by increasing the engagement after you post. But basically, a lot of people are in this uh, shared mindset where once you post, you put it in the group and everyone will like and comment. And it's, uh, it's a popular organic way to try and grow accounts, uh, helps some accounts more effectively than others. Content's obviously a big player there, but so we've been in some of these, and I find, yeah, it kills me some days. It can take up to, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, 10, 15, even. You know, like, that's days where I don't want to touch it, and then at the end of the day, you have to do it all. But if, if you just kind of pick up your phone whenever it vibrates, look at it, and, and respond right away, it can still add up to, yeah, at least 10, 15, 20 minutes. Oh, attention a day. <laughs> They're crazy. Yeah, yeah. 
And have you, how many have you been in throughout the time? Like, have you gone in, have you gone into the depths of having like eight or 10 or have you kind of stuck it to three or five? I would say I have participated briefly in probably eight to 12, but that didn't last long. Good. It didn't last long at all. Yeah. After a while you're like, yo, this time that I'm putting in is not worth it. And then you just end up leaving them too, especially when people don't return. People are selfish. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like to give people the boot if they don't understand the or follow the guidelines. It's very simple. Respect yeah. others. Yeah. Awesome. And well, yeah, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And, and lastly on that, with, with your wealth every day, what, uh, what do you see moving forward for yourself with the account? Um, any idea for a, you know, business or maybe, uh, maybe a plan for a book? What do you, what do you see in your future? I, I would say my ultimate goal, I would like to write an ebook eventually. Good, um, good. But you know, it's it's in the pipeline. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a slow project, but that would probably be my ultimate goal. Awesome. Well, I definitely think you'll be able to get there sooner than you think as well. Writing can always be tough, and if you asked me two years ago and told me that I'd be able to write an ebook in the next few years, I would have laughed in your face and said you were crazy or something. So you know, it 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 can kind of creep up on you, and once you get going, it, you can just keep writing get into the zone and, and end up with a with a book so definitely uh tons of support for you there man and hope you can accomplish that uh yeah sure that's great so lastly um you know just because this is the focus of of how we met and really the podcast how has financial literacy changed your life like uh living every day do you find it do you ever stress about your money or what are some positive things that financial literacy taught you uh, well, you know, just in general, uh, financial literacy brings you a little bit of sense of control in an aspect of your life that a lot of times feels out of control uh, mm-hmm. for a lot of people. True. Um, so I would say that's the biggest thing. It just gives you a more uh, sense of peace over a lot of unknowns and uncertainties. Uh, yeah. Just as simple as having your $1,000 emergency fund. There's a lot of things that break and go wrong that cost less than $1,000, and a lot of people do not have that money to cover it when it happens, and it's a big source of stress. And so mm-hmm. uh, just having that basic knowledge for, for things like that, it's, it's huge. Absolutely. And like low-cost funds and fees, the, the difference that you can save investing in those as opposed to... Um, now, I don't know about the the fees in the United States versus versus Canada, but yeah, just in investing options in 2019 with robo advisors and self direct investing definitely makes it easier than ever before. Now, do you do you self direct or do you use any? Do you have any managed accounts? Uh, like uh, non, you mean like non index fund accounts or actively managed funds or? Yeah, do you control all of your investments yourself or do you have any portion that is still managed by an active management like Unfortunately, uh 401k is is more or less an actively managed process. True. That that uh, and we have that in Canada. That's with like uh the yeah. pension fund with the RSP, so. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of it, but when you break it all down, it's more beneficial for me to to fund that account and mm-hmm. deal with the fees, you know, um, I would rather do it myself, but it is what it is. Yeah, fair enough. But at least outside of that, you can kind of maximize on on uh, cutting out fees and all other aspects and and rake in those dividends. Yeah, there's so many basic uh, principles like you're you're speaking on, uh, you know, getting your fee cost. Out. There's so many basic principles that that are easy to learn if people just kind of dive into this stuff just a little bit and. 
and it will literally pay you for the rest of your life. Yes, absolutely. The education pays and it can save you hundreds of thousands of dollars. So it's it's certainly important and it's good that at least, you know, you're out there trying to pass on that information and spread that knowledge. And, you know, hopefully in a few years, once you get your ebook out, we can partner up and uh, go on a tour and sell ours together. Who knows? Yeah, man. Yeah. That's the dream. All right. Well, Josh, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. You have been the first guest and it's been a pleasure. So I want to tell everybody if you're following or if you're listening as well, I hope you are still go to Instagram and follow at your wealth every day. That is the account that Josh runs. I uh, just a little over 5,000 followers, but he's got an awesome theme with the, the dark and green background. Um, and he's got great financial tips and you can, or you can follow his journey to financial freedom through, uh, through that account there. Now, uh, Josh, just want to thank you again. And any final word of advice that you'd have to, uh, to our listeners out there about their personal finances or their money management? Learn all you can as early as you can and just stay consistent over a long period of time and you'll be fine. That's it, eh? Consistency is key. Awesome, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, If you can, please share, like, uh, pass this on to any friends that you think would be interested in listening. Uh, Just to try and get this out there to more listeners, that would be fantastic. You can find the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, and anchor.fm slash highly invested. If you're not following me on Instagram yet, please go follow at Make More Capital. Otherwise, tune in uh, to the next episode. I'll be interviewing Joey from Space City Money. And this has been my chat with Josh. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next week.